0: This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. It's time to step up to
1: the plate with Jim, Steve, Fish, and former two-time Gold Glover World Series champion, Benji Molina. A swing and a miss! Winner for the
0: Cardinals. And there it is in the left field. Missed number 3000. A run of Smith, courts one in right. Down the line. It may go. Go crazy, folks. Go crazy. A high pop ball. The corner's there. The Cardinals won the pennant!
1: The Cardinals won the pennant! The Cardinals won the pennant! Breeze hits it in the air to center. We will see you tomorrow night. Swing and a miss! The Cardinals are world champions for 2006. In the air to left, well hit. Back is Craig. What a team. What a ride.
0: The Cardinals are world champs in 2011.
1: cardinal fans and welcome to a very special thursday edition of two birds on a bat your st louis cardinals fan podcast as always coming to you from the patio studios the original party place for st louis cardinal fans everywhere for Pre- your post game patios is where you should get it together and of course uh want to thank randy green innovative companies.com as his continued support has uh, has allowed us to to really expand this show and continue its growth and randy's a tremendous dude and. Love everything that he's about, whether it's residential, commercial, or industrial. Randy Green at InnovativeCompanies.com is a name you know and trust. He has the construction team, heating and cooling team, and the electric team ready to take care of anything you may need. I uh, want to thank his wonderful daughter, Stephanie Green, for all the work that she does as well. And uh, just a tremendous family. Uh, that's what you'd expect from a from a guy that's a second-generation craftsman. He's been doing this for over 35 years. And just, uh, you know, when it comes right down to it, just a good person. So, um you know, in the end, you want to trust people that you work with, especially in a large fashion. And that guy for me is going to be Randy Green. And one more time, that's InnovativeCompanies.com. Well, I said it's a special edition. And uh, the reason being is, is I think we all know that uh, today, Stan usual would have been 99 years old. And he's an iconic figure in St. Louis. Uh, I think we all know what Stan meant to this team. I think we all know what kind of guy Stan was. And, um, you know, whether things are good or bad, we always seem to hang our hat on the the legends that wore the Cardinals' two birds on a bat and uh, a guy that, in my opinion, is about as legend as it gets. And I loved uh, seeing in the seeing in the uniform for a year, and now dons the uh, logo on everything he wears as he and he does it with pride. And like I said, uh, Benji Molina, as I welcome him in, is a is a Cardinal as far as we're all concerned. What's going on, Benji?
0: What's going on, buddy? What's going on? I'm ready to go. Well, uh, yeah, I
1: I was just thinking, you know, with today being Stan Musial's birthday, it just makes me think about the Cardinals. And, and, you know, for me, and I know that, you know, we're all, we're we're all like caught up in what's going on right now and what the Cardinals going to do. And unfortunately, maybe what are the Cardinals not going to do and stuff like that. But the truth of the matter is, um, you know, we've got a great history here and I know fans, there's a there's a certain group of fans that want to say yeah that history is all great but what are we doing now and i get that and i you know and listen they're my team they're your team they're everybody's team we all want them to do really really well but you know things have you know things aren't always rosy and peachy king and and everything and there's ups and downs everybody has them in their career and you know they go through tough times and you know i i find that odd that that i say that for a team coming off being in the final 4 of the of the playoffs so you know the whole thing for me has been been great uh for the Cardinals and being a fan all these years and um obviously, they're like a second family to you because you know you and your brothers all feel like it doesn't matter who's who and where's where you guys are a family, so you've been like part of the cardinal family for a long time
0: you know what that's the way we feel it's not it's not uh i we respect everything that people believe about us, I really do respect it, you know. But uh, to tell you the truth, Jimbo, I, this is how we feel about St. Louis. This is not just anything, you know. This is just not something we say. Uh, I told you about Yadi. He ever since he signed, um, he's been a Cardinal. I mean, he hasn't been in another team, right? So it's uh, it's easy uh, um, to say, and and it's really really in our hearts that St. Louis. Not only St. Louis, the team, but the city you know, of St. Louis. And then we go back to what you were saying about the, uh, you know, the mutuals and, and and all these legends that play for St. Louis. But it's in our hearts, man, you know, we support. First of all, we support our family, right? That's the first thing. We, we always support our family. Second, he played for the Cardinals. So who do you think we're going to cheer for? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he had a great career. He's going to have a statue there probably. He's going to be in the Hall of Fame. Uh, in the big Hall of Fame, he's going to be in the Cardinals Hall of Fame. Do you think we're not going to be Cardinal fans? You know what I'm saying? So it comes from our heart to to say we are Cardinal fans. Now I I work, I had a, an opportunity to work uh, one year well, as a coach, and now I have the opportunity to do the radio for them. something that has never been done, right? Me and Polo, we're doing something that's never been done in the history of carnal baseball, which is hard to believe, but I mean, we are all in, man. We are all in. We love it. We are carnal fans and that's why we take it so serious, you know?
1: Yeah. I, um, I, I, like I said, I think back to the very first baseball game I ever went to. Um, and then I think back to, you know, this this year and all the memories and all the great things, but, you know, but we do live in a what-have-you-done-for-me-lately society, and uh, it is the offseason, and the Cardinals are, uh, in my opinion, going to have an interesting offseason. Um, I find their roster moves, their 40-man roster moves, pretty telling as to what's going to go on around here. Um, they started maneuvering and moving guys and doing this or that. And, uh, boy, it sure seems, feel, it sure seems to me like we, we aren't adding anybody.
0: <laughs> yeah, but we, exactly. But we have to wait. That's what I was going to say. We have to wait and see what they really do.
1: Right? No, I agree. Um, I, 100%, anything could happen and they could have a plan. And I say it all the time. There's times where I question their plan or anybody questions their plan. And in the end you go back and look at it and say, well, that worked out or that didn't work out. But you know, Not leaving any spots open on the 40-man roster tells me that they either looked at it and said, we're going to go with what we have and figure out what we look like in spring training, or uh, they said, well, we'll go to 40, but we also know that we at any time we could trim a couple guys off if we wanted to add. And and who those guys would be, I mean, we could take a pot shot guess at that. I I know some fans yesterday um, were – were like, well, we, we cut Dominic Leone, but we didn't cut Brett Cecil, and we've got... Well, the truth of the matter is the Dominic Leone thing, uh, they didn't owe him any money. You know, he was arbitration and, eligible.
0: And plus, exactly, and plus, they don't want to pay a guy they might not have in spring because all the uh, spots, right? Right. So, so this yeah. is this is more of a, of a business-type move, right? What they did there was no... uh no secret, no. Uh, I bet you anything, Jimbo. It it was probably just a, a business move in in Dominic Leone's contract. Like, say, why are we gonna pay Dominic a certain amount of money when and then and then own him for for one year when we might not even have him because we have so many arms. Remember, um, these uh, I keep forgetting their names. I, I'm bad with names, but. The, the reliever reliever uh, that throws hard Hesley, Helsley
1: yeah Brian Helsley
0: Helsley it's on yeah he's on the uh, edge on, on staying on the team uh, Gallego he he had a great year he shouldn't go nowhere right. um, guys that were new taking spots so Dominic Leon is probably losing that battle right there sure. just to start so it was probably more of a of a little business type that. Than anything, you
1: know. Yeah, you know. I think everybody, me, everybody, you—we're all human, right? Like, I think all of us will kind of get what we call our whipping boys and guys that just continue to stay on the roster, or guys that continue to get action that we sit there and we just shake our head at. I get that. Everybody, everybody's got them, you know. Like, it doesn't matter who it is; doesn't ma- Like, every every fan of every team has them, you know. And you know, Brett Cecil obviously has been. A lightning rod for Cardinal fans since, uh, quite honestly, the day he got here. I mean, we got him. We thought it was a – I mean, at the time for the St. Louis Cardinals, the way they did business, that was a bold move for them to sign a left-handed reliever to a three-year deal for that much money. That was a big deal. That was a big deal. And they failed.
0: Let's be honest. Come on. That's not – that wasn't like that. That was a really bad move. Oh, it was an awful move. But at the time, hey, really but... awful. It was, it, and they did that to to choke Tout, whatever his name is. Uh, even though he pitched well, but but still, it's a middle relief guy, and you're signing this guy for three years coming out of somewhere else. If you tell me that you sign Helsley, I mean, and I'm talking about whenever his time comes, right? Right. If you sign Helsley, he's pitching well for three year deal in the middle of the of the pack there in the bullpen. I don't have any trouble. Because he you could give that to a guy who's been there and done that. But for a guy who's been just average, um, you know, and then you end up giving them a three year deal on I mean, come on, you know. So if you give think about it, Jimbo. if you give Cal and you give Thistle a three year deal, what do you give to Gallego? What do you give right. give to Helsley? What do you give Um, these guys like Brevia, what do you give these guys? What what do you give? You give four years then? Because these guys really deserve it. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, and I know and I think well, I think we all know that things have changed since Brett Cecil signed. They've changed since Dexter Fowler signed. I mean, guys that I think that we've signed that are hindering us, right? But then and again, and, and I'm, and, and and I know you're not taking a pot shot at anybody. You're just calling it the way you see it. But you know the curious thing for me, and this is kind of where I'm at today, is I'm as, fr- as you know what, I'm, I'm a little bit frustrated as I look at what I think we need and what I think we're going to do or not do.
0: So the yeah, thing is, yeah, but remember also, but remember also, Jimbo, when you sign a guy, you don't sign him to fail.
1: I understand that, but here's what I was so, going to say. But here's my thing:
0: so if it was signed for three years to be successful correct. and do a No, and He just couldn't do
1: it. Absolutely correct. Here's my issue today that I want to talk about and I know you're going to love this one. Um, and we'll keep it clean. We're not going to take ugly shots, but the truth of the matter is this. This is my thing. When the Cardinals signed Brett Cecil and, it, it, you know, the market was getting a little crazy over some of these guys, right? Everybody was looking for the next Andrew Miller, so to speak, guys that might be able to pitch multiple innings and and do this and do that. And for some reason, they thought Brett Cecil could do that. I don't know why. That's number one. Number two, when they signed Dexter Fowler, they were, in my opinion, and I said it at the time, it felt like a desperate signing, and that's exactly what it was, and it hasn't worked out, and they overpaid him. But at the time, that's what guys were getting, right? Brett Cecil,
0: Well, at the time, he came out. He came out of Chicago with the ring. Sure. And he did it, and he didn't do that back.
1: Yeah, he did okay. He was
0: in the two seventies. Sure. Right. And that he was he was fifteen to twenty. Right. And he was giving you fifty to sixty and, RBI. Right. So that's what they were looking for.
1: So three years, fifteen or five years, fifteen million But It's like, oh, that's about to going right, right? Well the problem is the market adjusted. It was right you know, right after that. Right. Like so right after that everybody figured out we're done giving guys like that these deals but then what kills me is and this is where I'm kind of a little bit chafed today because I've been you know I've been sick this week haven't done any of the other shows like for everybody that listens sorry there was no ruffled feathers or bow ties show this week they'll be back next week all my fault but at home with a little strip throat but so I've had a lot of time to look at stuff and been reading a lot and the source of my frustration is this the St. Louis Cardinals have a guy like Yadi or Molina for a couple more years. They've got a guy like Jack Flaherty that is like you can put him in the conversation with all the best pitchers in baseball. You got Adam Wainwright who gave you a great year, and if you're gonna get another, you you know, you may or may not get another great year out of him, but you're certainly not going to get multiple, right? Um,
0: but we're, we're but we're uh, but we don't know. Well, I know, but my point is is, that we had the the day before, the year
1: before, but you have a chance with some of these guys, Colton Wong's finally come, come, come around. You know, they got the exciting Tommy. I mean, you traded for Paul. So you have this stuff, right? And yet in the end, it wasn't good enough. So you need to add to it, but we're not going to add to it. And the reason we're not going to add to it is I can like, I can sit here and say, okay, I'm not going to cry over the spilt milk of the Brett Cecils of the world and the Mike leaks of the world that we're still paying on that contract and the Dexter followers of the world. But one of the big problems that we have this year, and this is what I'm chafed about today, and, and, and I'm going to get on Mo a little bit. Once again, you signed a guy that you didn't have to to a ridiculous contract in Matt Carpenter. What on, I want to know, I want to talk to Mo right now, and my only question to him is, what in the world possessed you to give him a two-year extension early last season? I what know. did you see? Yeah, I, yeah, I want to know. Don't you want to know? I mean, you could probably ask the know. guy, but you won't.
0: <laughs> I, I want to know. I, I think uh, I think it's not an offensive question. He will, even if you see more right now and you ask him, he would not answer bad. He would tell you what he saw. And it might not be what you're looking for or it might not be what you like, you know? But you know what? I, I think uh, – um, I, I don't know. I I really really do believe that he would answer you, like like he He's a, I mean, he's a he's a good guy, and he would answer you. But it might not be the answer that you're looking for, right? But I want to see. I want to know. I want to know what the heck they saw. You see what I'm saying, Jimbo? Yeah, I I I, 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 I don't I mean, get it. I don't get it. If you tell me, if you tell me whatever you want, whatever you want, dude, and you tell me. Hey, uh, Benji, I saw this from him, and I thought this is going to work, and I thought this this. I'll take it. But just tell me, what the heck did you see to do that signing? And I don't have anything against Carp. You know me. I don't have anything against players. I, if anything, I'm happy for him he got 18. You know what I mean? But but in reality, we just want to know, because when the time comes to sign other people, I want to see the same loyalty. That's what I want to see. When when the time comes to sign Ozuna, which is having, I mean, it's going to have, and it's having a, having great seasons, and it's going to be unbelievable for you. It might get to a hundred RBI, uh, really, really, really quick. And and Carp, we all saw he's struggling. Why not sign Ozuna? You see, those are the questions that we ask as fans. Like, okay, you gave this kid the two year deal. Great for for carp. I love carp. I I I mean, great for him. But why not signing Ozuna then? Because Ozuna is is a real deal and he's helping you more than that other guy that you gave the money to. You see what I'm saying? That's the question that we ask as fans: the why. I,
1: I don't get it. I mean, I again, you know, I hate to say this, but you know, I'm sitting there looking at this whole thing and thinking. He could be gone, and listen. It's not about Matt Car. Like it, it isn't. It isn't about Matt Carpenter, the, the player. It, it's we, it's we it's, what to to the good good. it's what he does to the roster. It's what he does
0: to the roster. He jams it up. That's my we, thing. We want him, and and the people need to understand, Jimbo, that we are looking for Carp to do well. We're not hurt. We're not trying to get Carpenter to do horrible. That's not our point. Our point is the questions, but we don't want carpenter to struggle. We want Carpenter to hit 30 home runs and, and 60 doubles. You know what I'm saying? I, I That's know. what we want from him. We're just asking the question the uh, the question on on like you said, you know, Mo and what did you see? because we have other guys that we could have had for that money too, you know.
1: Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'll be honest with you. I um. I I don't know. I'm. Uh, I I I'm just. Per, I'm a little perplexed by it. To be honest with you. I, I just. Yeah. I don't know. I. I, I just. Uh, it's it's just a little frustrating, and I don't mind saying that because that's. Uh, you know. But nothing, Could you fix all your problems? With- could you fix all your problems with 19 million? Um, I would say this: if you gave, if it, okay, let let let's talk hypothetically. Here, I'm going to ask you the question, and then we'll answer the question when we come back. I want you to think about two parts of this. Uh, just take Matt Carpenter and his contract off this team going into next year, and you tell me how you feel about it going forward, and and it as just as a fan. Or just as a guy that would would think, what would I do with nineteen million dollars and a roster spot? So that's kind of where I'm at on this. So before we do though, I want to remind you guys to check us out at twobirdsonabat.com. dot com. Guys, uh, we're going to ask everybody to please subscribe to the show. There, it's free, takes about thirty seconds, and uh, it just helps you uh, know when we release a new show. It's just really easy to do. Uh, find us on our social media sites as well. Uh, our Twitter is at birds on a bat show. If you guys uh, follow us there, we'd greatly appreciate it. Of course, Facebook. There's always a big push for us. We'd ask you guys to uh, go to Two Birds on a Bat. Just type it in, Two Birds on a Bat. Uh, like our page. Click invite your friends if you wouldn't mind. I'm sure, you know, if you're if you're a Cardinal fan, most of your friends probably are too. And, of course, when you see the pin post, that's the latest show. If you would like it, comment on it and share it. That would mean a lot to us as we're just trying to reach more and more people. Uh, Instagram, Two Birds on a Bat show. And, of course, you can find us at lineupmediagroup.fm, home of Yo! Radio, the streaming platform for your mobile device. Download it for free today. All of our partners couldn't do this show without them. You heard me mention two great ones at the beginning of the show, but uh, we're happy to be affiliated with some of the best barbecue in St. Louis. When it comes to Adam Smokehouse, located on Watson Road, uh, open till seven on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. They do uh, the big box lunch orders for all you guys out there that want to be a hero around the office or, or at work. Of course, if you need catering, you couldn't uh, you couldn't do any better than Adam Smokehouse. And if you're just looking for that atmosphere and you just want that that feel and that, man, when you walk in, the smell just just takes it over, head on down to Adams Smokehouse on Watson Road, and like I said, you'll get in there. Uh, you know, the worst part about going there is once you get in there, you probably go in with a plan, and then you look up at the menu and you smell everything, you see everything, and it's like, man, I, I want to try everything. Well, just go ahead and do it. We suggest you do it, and I'm sure Mike would be okay with it. So make sure you try everything there at least once, and then if you want to sit on a favorite like I tend to do with the ribs and the – and the pasta salad, the sides, everything's tremendous. But it's great barbecue. Well, Of course, we're partial, and we know there's great barbecue places in St. Louis. But if you haven't tried Adam's Smokehouse, you need to get over to Watson Road, see Mike and the gang, tell them your friends at Two Birds on a Bat sent you. That's Adam's Smokehouse, St. Louis. Here's your cue. To the Gators Baseball Academy, uh, I love being affiliated with those guys, and I want to thank them for their support of our show, and they're strong, man. They got... Seventy something teams in St. Louis, twenty teams over here in Illinois, and just kids out there working, trying to get better. Uh, if you want to find out what they're all about, go to Gators It's the off season. If you want to inquire about uh, getting some work in, working on your game, trying to get better, make sure you check them out Missouri and Illinois, of course. Gators Baseball Dr. Kristen Jacobs.com reminds you, uh, besides all the stuff that she can help you with at Ula La Spa, Anti Aging and Wellness Center. You know, take care of yourself, but in the end, take care of your skin for sure. As she always says, every day is Skin Cancer Awareness Day. That's drchristianjacobs.com. Okay, buddy, before we go to the Patterson Tire text line, um, Patterson Tire and Service, a whole lot more in a tire stores. I'm excited to to, have, to ask you a couple of these questions that uh, have been it. building up since I've been gone. Before we do that, I want you to think about what I asked you before we went away because that's been the thing that's kind of got me. Um it's easy to say I could spend 19 million on a player, on a player. I'm not like I don't even really care about the a player, for me, but for you, what is it, when it comes to the, the, that, that whole scenario?:
0: I think you could make a difference with the guy has, who can produce, with the guy who can help you more than the guy you have. You see what I'm saying? Right? That's the whole point. Of of trying to win a championship because that's what we're here for. I'm not here, Jimbo, to sit here and say, "Okay, let's compete." Okay, let's try to win the division, and I'm happy with that. that I'm not. I, I'm I'm sure that's not what they're looking for either. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The, we're here to win the championship, and that's a, at least I want that to be their mentality for those guys, right? That's what I at least want as a fan that they have that mentality of winning. Uh, the whole ship, the whole ring, because that's what we the fans want. As a fan, that's what I want. So that's what I would do. You know, think about, think about all that, and that's what that thing can give you. You know what I'm saying? That's what, that's what that 19 million dollars can get you a guy in here, into a a, a team, and he could help you, Jimbo that's what we're trying to, to to think about here.
1: You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I you know, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, you know, for me, like I said, I I'm looking at the roster and I'm thinking about the talent that we have on it. I'm thinking about you know, I, I brought up the cardinal history today because th- that that's important to me and I know it's important to other fans and I think about Yachty being on this team for a couple more years and and what it would be like to get another opportunity at the fall classic with him and and what they could do so when i look at it i think about that money and i go okay i'm not even advocating because here's the deal you know what kind of player could you get for that commitment in dollars well i mean these days you could get a pretty darn good player my thing on it is this if it wasn't a substantial upgrade I'm okay with going into the season with Tommy Ebman playing third base every day. And if they still want to find out what they have in these outfielders, I'm okay with that. My point is, is that if you wind up hitting on a couple outfielders, you obviously have a major surplus of young outfielders. So then if you find yourself pretty darn good, you sure could trade some of this young talent that you have, which everybody seems to forget that young talent is just as valuable to you as trade chips as it is, and hoping that they come up here and be what you think they're going to be. And then if you have the 19 million sitting there, and I know everybody, lo- and me too, like my favorite term is dry powder or whatever, but the reality of it is, I- I've said it once and I'll say it again, we can think or act like however we want, but the Cardinals have spent money. That's not the problem. If, you, if you're if you complaining mm-hmm. about them having a s- payroll of $170-something million and you're out of touch, because that's a lot of money. Could they spend two hundred million? Sure, they could,
0: and I love and believe them too. me, and believe me, Jimbo, they really count the uh, the money they spend on international. They're sure. really big, big on that, and they spend almost thirty to forty million a year, only in international money. So let's not just act like the budget is uh, it's just what big leagues is. You know, it's all over whatever they do, international go into that, you know? Yeah,
1: for sure. And, I, and and when it comes to running a business, see, that's that's the thing. I separate the two. I understand that they have a business to run and they have a budget and they spend X amount of dollars. I get all that. But in this instance, I'm talking about the major league budget and they, they, yeah. they seem to have found a reason to carve out almost $20 million for a guy that, in my opinion, shouldn't even start. And they did it now. It isn't like they did it three years ago. They just did it.
0: So yep. That's where yep. I'm
1: perplexed.
0: Yep, and I'm with you and, and, and I'm sure I'm sure a lot of people are with us thinking the same thing. Like what in the world are we doing or why did we do it? Why did we do this? That's what a lot of people are probably saying right now, Jimbo. But the only one that can answer uh that it's it's Mo, right? That's that's what that's the only guy who can um, tell us right now exactly why why they did it. I mean, I had an opportunity to ask a couple guys around him, and the only thing they could say was because they felt like uh, they they felt like like uh, like Matt was gonna turn the corner and 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 did and do what he did before. And I I turned around and I said, yeah, but nineteen million. Uh, chance to do it, or what? What was it? You know, what? What's your, what's your deal? I mean, what's your reason? Because it's not they, they haven't he haven't done it, man. I don't know. I don't know um, either defense or. I mean, to to have a guy hit in the first inning and then take him out for defense purposes in the first inning after one at bat, that doesn't say anything. Like that doesn't say anything to you. Like he cannot even play five innings and then take him out. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's a listen. It's, it's an interesting. It's crazy, man. Yeah. I. It's it's really crazy, but like I said, we want Carp to do well. Of course, which is our team. Of course, and we love our team, and we want Carp to do awesome. We really do. It's just that he's not doing it, so they're gonna have to take a. Um, They're going to have to take a really hard look at what's happening, and they're going to have to make a decision really fast, Jimbo, because here comes the other teams. They're all making changes, and they're all doing all these things, man, and they're getting ready, you know, for us because we won the division. They didn't win it. You know what I mean? We won it. So they're going to come after our buck. Uh, and, and especially after Mike killed a Jefe, he won the uh, the the Manager of the Year, man, and, and they're all probably fired up about it, you know. So sure. I tell you what, man, we need to be ready. We need to be prepared, and uh, hopefully they're they're you know they're thinking the same thing that we are thinking, you know.
1: Yeah, I like I said, I I think I've been pretty consistent with my my thing with carp. Uh, I think just like you and, and everybody else, I think um, uh, we all want carp to do well. I hope, like, like there nothing would please me more than for Matt Carpenter to next year, you know, give us exactly what we expect from him. 270, a bunch of doubles, you know, 20-something home runs, uh, getting on base percentage high, playing decently defensively. I don't expect anything great out of him, but... You know, it's just – it it's it's hard to, to imagine that because it just doesn't seem like it's been anything you could hang your hat on. Um, you know, I know he's only a, another year removed from having an unbelievable three-month stretch. But, you know, I, I think that's part of the issue. I think really at the end of the day, if we wouldn't have saw such a dramatic year the year before with it being so bad and then so good and then bad again, I think – you know, you can always live with a guy having a down year, but it seems like a trend. That's all. And 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 and, and I say I hope I'm wrong. I do. I, I want to be wrong, but it doesn't feel yeah. that
0: way. It we, doesn't feel we, that way. We do we do feel like we wanna be wrong because it it's just we want the team imagine carp doing the thirty six home runs and, and the eighty RBI. I mean that'll help us, right? That's what we're looking for. We wanna we wanna make sure that that um that Matt Carpenter, help us, not hurt us. That's why we're having this conversation about Matt Carpenter, right? Uh, we don't want Carpenter to fail. That's what I want people to understand. When we talk about him, it's because we want him to do well, Jimbo. But it doesn't look like he, like you know, like he's doing it. It doesn't look like, like he's gonna have success, you know. Like he was really, really overmatched. And nobody can tell me anything, Jimbo. He looked overmatched with Major League pitching. You know, I don't know if you saw it, but I did. You know, and, and he looked like he didn't have a chance with these with these pitchers. Once they found out what he was about, uh I I don't think he I don't think he had a chance. I don't know what you saw. Well, as we
1: uh you know, as as we're talking about one left hander, let's go to the Patterson tire and service text line Patterson tire and service text line brought to you by our good friends at Patterson family of course that's Patterson tire and service a whole lot more than a tire store located at 618-797-6711 give them a call there for a quick quote on tires brakes uh, talk to them a little bit if you're having issues if that check engine lights on or if they're you know if you're hearing something weird in the car. Kevin O'Brien and the whole crew down there can get you taken care of is they're not only uh, all about tires and brakes, but they do all the automotive repair that you may need. They're located at 3718 and Highway 111 in Granite City, Illinois. They've been down there involved in that community for a long, long time. They've helped out a ton of people uh, down there. And, of course, in the surrounding areas, they've had customers for life, if you will and uh, there's a reason that they have that. That's Patterson Tire and Service, a whole lot more than a tire store. All right, Benji, uh, we've had texts rolling in while the show's going on, and I'm sure some of it um, uh, is because a big thing on Facebook today is obviously people are, you know, realizing that it's Stan Musial's birthday, and he'd be 99 today, and so there's a lot of stuff out there. And and a gentleman had texted me in. uh, Hi, guys, Brian here. Uh, Wanted to ask Benji, uh, the Molina family's. What's? Hang on a second. I wanted to ask Benji the Molina family's thoughts on Stan Musial. Uh, did Benji ever get a chance to meet him, and what was the relationship like between Yachty and Benji when Yachty first got to the Cardinals? Any uh, any insight on that, Benji?
0: Um, I never had a chance to meet him. I had a chance to see him from far. Um, never had a chance to actually meet Stan. I mean, I would have loved to. He's a really baseball man. I heard many good things about him. So, But the things that Yaddy told me about him were unbelievable. The things that Yaddy, the way Yaddy see him, uh, it, it's like, uh, it's, it's crazy cool to hear Yaddy talk about a person the way he did. So um, I really do believe that Yaddy has, has a, a special place in his heart for him knowing and hearing Yaddy talking about, uh, about stand the way, the way he did. Uh, it really, it, it, it really touched me. It really touched me. Jimbo. I think, uh, Yaddy has a special place for him in his heart. I never had a chance to actually meet, uh, meet him, but I would have loved to, uh, it would have been, it would have been really cool for me, uh, mm-hmm to meet him and, and say hi and talk a little bit about baseball and what he thinks about, uh, many, many, many different things, uh, from, uh, from today, from before and all that. So uh, I never had a chance, but I would have loved to, man. It would have been so cool for me, especially personally to, uh, to have meet him.
1: Let me ask you this. Um, I was always fascinated by this as great as Albert Pujols was, they had a good, like you could tell there was a relationship. I mean, they obviously there was a relationship between Albert and Stan usual. And, you know, the fans loved it. The media really brought it to our, you know, like any anytime they were together, you'd see all this. The one thing I always thought was awesome was Albert Pujols was always very um, serious about reminding people that, you know, Hey, listen, do not compare me to Stan usual, Stan usual, you know, he was just real uh, appreciative and and respectful of Stam. usual, which I thought was an amazing thing. So it,
0: it, it made me a lot of respect.
1: Sure, and it it made me wonder. So when when you play for an organization and you played, like for instance, you played for a few organizations, Yachty, as it sure looks like, and we you know will only play for one. So you played for different organizations. What is it like as a player? and and i'm sure i like i can't ask you to speak for everybody but do the majority of players does the fact that like there were great players before you does that kind of lay on you a little bit like do you like like when you played for like when you played for San Francisco did you think man Willie Mays played for the Giants John- like when you played for these teams did you think about those things
0: that's automatic you know as soon as you sign with whoever when you sign with the Angels you right away Look at uh, uh Bob Boom or Bob Bridge or Rob Carew and the Reggie Jacksons and whoever played there Nolan ryan I mean it's just it's just a normal thing to do as a player like when Yaddy signed with the Cardinals, I bet you he knew about his men, and he knew about the um, you know all these Sam mutuals and all these uh, unbelievable players. It's just normal to to think that you know what I'm saying yeah. It, it, it's not a it's not a it's not something that you will never do it's the opposite uh it's something that you always will do like when you sign Derek Jeter to the Yankees, I'm sure he he looked at it like uh, uh okay the, her, here's uh um the ready batsons, the Bay Ruth the, the the catcher you know the I keep forgetting his name but uh you know and, and I'm sure they all do Jim but when I went to Toronto The first thing that came to my mind, it was, wow, these teams play. They they won two championships in a row with Robbie Alomar, with with Ole Root, Devon White, which I admire him, uh, with Joe Carter. I I mean, when I went to San Francisco, you said it, Willie Mays, Willie McCovey comes to mind. And it's unbelievable because it's just normal. It's normal to do that. It's nothing uh you don't do anything different you just go and and whenever you go into the team you start thinking about who was successful there uh, a lot of respect for for whoever it was you know what i mean
1: yeah it's a it, – it, I, I
0: you you, uh, name, you name you name a team and and it'll come to you right away yeah let's i true. mean if you name uh, the white Sox, albert bell played there pop conerco carton Fisk. if you go back if you name the Braves, who you name Right away, you start thinking about Greg Maddox, Joe Small, Steve Avery, um, Terry Pendleton, uh, Fred McGriff. And if you go to, let's say, I mean, any team, any team, any team you name. If you go to Oakland, you think about Bida Blue. You think about these great Jose Canseco, Mark McGuire year, Ricky Henderson. If you go to Milwaukee, you go Robin Young. I mean, these things happen every time, depending on where you sign.
1: Um. So I want to follow up on Brian's question because I think I, I've always been intrigued by the respect and the understanding of people when they're in the presence of greatness. Um, so it, it it makes me wonder. So in this day and age, you're not going to see, like, I listen, like St. Louis, there may be a few people out there, and that's fine. They're entitled to their opinion. But St. Louis, I think, will always be the home of Albert Pujols. I don't care that he's going to spend basically half his career in, in L.A. too. Whatever. His best years were here. He, he he was. So I think St. Louis will obviously open him back with open arms if he wants to be back when his career is over. But my thing is having the opportunity – that, like a Stan Usual had with the Cardinals and other players had with their teams back in the day. With free agency and things like that, especially the way they're handling it now, it doesn't seem like something we're going to see much. We have a unique situation with Yachty. So I think most Cardinal fans, and not even, and, and I don't, there's not a Cardinal fan out there that would feel like this was disrespectful. I think every Cardinal fan out there wants a statue out there of Yachty. I think kids someday will say, let's meet at Yachty. Let's, you know, I I think, you know, is it the exact same as Stan? Nothing's the exact same, but my point is that is in the future for Yachty. And I know you and I have talked a little bit about how the day for thinking about that for him is later, not today. Okay. But, But he would have to, like, there's no way. He doesn't feel it from the fan base. We know he do, we know how much he appreciates the fan base. But at his as his brother, I'm gonna ask you, how surreal is that for you to think about the legacy your brother's gonna have in one in this town someday? I mean it's 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 not today, it's not tomorrow, but it's the day will come where he will hang it up and he'll put on his red jacket and there will be a statue out there that kid that my kids might say someday, let's meet at Yachty. I mean how does that, like, can you even comprehend that?
0: You know what? After all that you said, Jimbo, um, there's nothing to say. I mean, obviously, uh, we don't think about it right now because he's still playing. Um, but when when we have a chance, I mean, at least I do, and my brother do, Jose. But I, I'm sure yadi's not thinking about it, but we do. You know, like, wow, like, these guy's going to sign? with one team and retire with the same team having a great career in the major leagues, which it didn't happen to Pujols, which he was the machine, right? He was one of the best and they still didn't sign him or, or whoever, you know, in this case we're talking about Pujols, but it could be whoever in any team. Um, They could be the greatest in their team and all of a sudden, oh, we can afford you. Bye-bye you know, it, it could happen so quick and for Yaddy to have a chance to have a career in in the in the Cardinals uniform for me is amazing. I mean it's just so real. It's so it's something not not necessarily that he's gonna get a red jacket, not necessarily that he's gonna get a statue. But for the city of St. Louis to have a catcher the way he has done it, you know, at the level that he has done it for many years and and two more years, maybe hopefully, or three. So, I mean, it's just crazy to think about that. And like you said, Jimbo, the only guy who might stay in one team all his career might be Mike Trout with the Angels. That might be the next one guy, one team. You know, um, that I can think of. I mean, Altuve, yeah. Bregman, Correa. Um, you can name him Springer and in Houston, all those four. They might. One of them, some of them are, might go, you know. Well, a and they got a
1: ways to go before we even start putting them in that class, too. As good as they've been well, for a couple of years, I think they've got a ways yeah. to go. Yeah, I, I would well, agree with you. I I mean, trout. You. I agree with you. The trout thing's interesting. Like that could be the next one. Uh, that would be. That could
0: I agree be the next you. only
1: one. <laughs> yeah, that I can think of. But it just you know it just amazes me to think about it, and you know I I say it all the time. My son and I have talked about it, you know because. You know his favorite number is number four, and you know, and, and he's always known that Yachty wore number four, and and it's like, man, someday, you know, like now, you know, it's real. Like, what's it easy to say? Like, hey, meet at stand. You know
0: right? what? You know what's bigger than this? It's the way that Yachty wore the uniform with so much pride. The way that Yachty wears that St. Louis Cardinals in his chest, it's amazing. The way he loved the city of St. Louis, the way he hugs it. The way he puts a bubble uh, around the city. He doesn't, I mean, he feels like he's from there. This is his city. Not his city. I'm, I'm talking about in, in, in personal opinions, right? This is his city. This is the way he feels. Nobody's going to treat my city the way. I mean, that is amazing, man. Like, amazing the way he embraced the, the, the city of St. Louis and the way the city of St. Louis embraced him. It's just unheard of, like you said.
1: Yeah, it's an amazing yeah. thing. I like it's it's unique, you know, and and you call it unique because it doesn't happen very often, and you're lucky to have it. And for a lot of,
0: that's why they needed to sign Pujols to keep both of them together, Jimbo.
1: Yeah, no, I, I it would have been an amazing thing, and I I've, I've said since day one. I I know a lot of people say, "Boy, we really dodged the bullet there," and I say, "You didn't dodge anything. What you dodged was a chance at, you know." Something that's we great. would have
0: won two or three more championships with him.
1: I think so. I believe so. But you know, whatever people can say, whatever they want to say. I I think and his presence goes way beyond the stat sheet too. So whatever. I, I it's yep. it, it's it's an argument we could have. Hey, one last question on the Patterson Tire and Service line, kind of on the heels of the Stan Musial thing. Uh, Joseph asks: uh, Saw today is Stan's birthday. It's also interestingly enough Ken Griffey Jr.'s birthday. Did Benji? play against Ken Griffey Jr.? And if so, how good was he?
0: Many years I play against uh, Ken Griffey. Um, it was a very, very tough out, like you already know. <laughs> yeah. A very tough out. Um, but you know what? One thing that surprised me, everybody said, said about Ken Griffey, was that he was very nice, right? Yep. He was very nice. He was, I never had a chance to talk to him, only when he got on, on the in the batter's box and and I tried to say hi to him but he never he never addressed me uh he just said hi to me with his head like nod you know he nod he nodded like hey you know but he never said a word to me but I asked my my cousin Edgar Martina who played with him and he said he was one of the nicest guys so I went with that you know I need I didn't care he didn't say hi to me I mean, he was a stud so i mean I play against him. He was a very tough out, obviously everybody knows that. But he just it was kinda weird to to notice that. I try I always say hi to everybody on the play. Even Jeter, even Ichiro came to me, almost hugged me saying hi when they came to the bat. But uh for some reason I, I try to say hi to to Ken Griffey and he would never acknowledge me, but I, that doesn't mean he's not a nice guy, right? right. So that's interesting. I, I'm okay
1: amazing player. I mean, just an amazing player. And he and that's odd that you that, that that's just weird because you know, I think everything you ever heard about the guy was what a fun and charismatic guy he was. So that's that's kind of an yeah, interesting thing. It was but, weird
0: it was it was weird for me. Sure. Because because I wanted to say hi to him. Yeah. I wanted to say hi. I wanted to shake his hand. I wanted to do everything but I never could because I don't know for some reason i don't
1: know maybe that's just the way he was you know yeah it's uh interesting for sure and you know i i just i thought it was a good question because when i was younger uh i love uh, and and was still playing i i like the the i played one year of college baseball and he was he was my favorite player at the time i just remember thinking just how he made and, Dude, I, and I the thing i remember every, was how easy he made the game, game. look
0: I bought every game from Nintendo and all that crap, too, for every of <laughs> his games. And every magazine he came on. Uh, I mean, I follow the guy. And then when I try to say hi a few times, and I just I don't know. Maybe that's just the way he sees the other team. That's what I kept thinking. Because everybody kept telling me, Joey Cora, um, told me, um, Edgar Martinez, my cousin. he said, he's a nice guy. I don't know why, but he's a nice guy. I'm like, okay, that's cool all oh, I
1: want to hear. No, I just, I just remember. Like I said, the thing I remember most about him and and what I just remember watching him play and and being amazed at how easy he made the game look. I mean, it just, I just, just like it, he just made like the game just slowed down and everything he did just, you know, you just knew it was coming. and
0: just Yeah, a great player. You're made. right. But um, and and he could have been he could have been the home run king if he didn't get hurt. All I agree. Those
1: years. I agree. I agree.
0: I really, I really do believe it in my heart that he could have easily break all the records if he didn't start getting hurt because that's what killed him, you know, all yeah. the injuries. Uh,
1: I, I agree with you, no doubt about it. Um, that's a shame. Now that you say that, because it does make me think about it. But, um, but in the end, you know, we, um, it, you know, I, I guess for all of us, if you look at it that way, I think we're all we've all been pretty lucky to see some great players and St. Louis. Oh
0: Cardinals my gosh. You know how many good players we have seen in our time? Including every sport. Think about it. That's including true. golf, Tiger Woods, including golf, I mean um basketball, Michael Jordan, including uh hockey, Wayne Gretzky, including what else? Um I mean you can go on and on and all those all those sports when we are lucky enough to to be able to see that, I mean, to see them, that's, that's thats pretty lucky, man.
1: Well, I appreciate our good friends. A couple of great questions from Patterson Tire and Service Text Line. Remember, they're a whole lot more than a tire store. Give them a call at 618-797-6711. They're located at 3718 in Highway 111, Granite City, Illinois. Uh, make sure you stop in and see the family, uh, family-owned business, uh, second-generation crew running that show down there, Brian and – Kevin do a wonderful job, and they can take care of you. And if Lonzo's around, make sure you say hi to Dad, as he's, you know, he's instilled those uh, that work ethic in those boys down there, and they give back to their community. And you guys should give them an opportunity for their business for your business as well. Remember, they don't just do brakes and tires; they also do automotive repair, and they're there to help you. That's Patterson Tire and Service—a whole lot more than a tire store. Well, that's going to do it for us today. I um, want to thank one more time our good friends Randy at com, Randy Green, and his wonderful daughter, Stephanie Green, for all they do for the community. And they are there to help you with any residential, commercial, or industrial work you may need. Construction, heating, and cooling, and electric, uh, they're the name you know and count on. That's Randy Green with Innovative companiescom Of course, we always come to you from the Patio Studios, the original party place for St. Louis Cardinal fans everywhere. Make sure you guys check out their Facebook page. they got some interesting off-season parties planned at Patio's, and I think uh, you guys may be interested in those. So make sure you check them out, learn a little bit more about some of those, and you can do all that at their Patio's uh, Facebook page. Uh, Special thanks to DrKristenJacobs.com as she reminds everyone, take care of your skin and every day should be Skin Cancer Awareness Day. To the Gators Baseball Academy, make sure you guys check out GatorsBaseballAcademy.com. Their four-pillar system is second to none. And whether you're in Missouri or Illinois, they can take care of all of your off-season training needs. And if you want to find out uh, about a possible team or maybe bringing your team over to become a part of the Gators training program, you can do that there as well. That's GatorsBaseballAcademy.com. To our wonderful friend Mike with his, uh, with his barbecue and that wonderful smell that you have when you walk in that restaurant, that's Adam's Smokehouse located on Watson Road. Remember that on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, they're open till 7. They do do some uh, delivery, too, to certain zip codes. You guys may want to look into that. But if you need a box lunch order or you have catering needs, look no further than Adam's Smokehouse. As we always say, we think it's the best barbecue in St. Louis, but why don't you just go and find out for yourself? That's Adam Smokehouse, St. Louis. Here's your cue. Make sure you guys check us out at com. We're going to ask you to subscribe to the show there. You can also check out our Two Birds bloggers there as well. Uh, hit us up on Instagram, Two Birds on a Bat Show. Facebook is always a big push for us. Type in Two Birds on a Bat, like our page, click invite your friends. Uh, always en- enjoy the back and forth on Twitter at Birds on a Bat Show there. And of course, lineupmedia group.fm. Home of our show and home of Yo! Radio, the streaming platform for your mobile device. For myself and Benji Molina, let's go birds!
0: Let's go birds!